Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, now tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to this week's Inspiring Salon Professionals. I forgot for a moment what my podcast was called. Um, This week, I'm going to be talking about adversity and dealing with those times when things may not quite go your way or you have unexpected situations that create a negative effect on your well-being and your business and your focus. And this is something that I, like so many other people, have had a lot of over my career. And I just really wanted to pop on. There's been a very, very difficult situation within the now sector over the last um, week or so. And I don't know really what's going on with our industry at the moment or that part of the industry, but it is really, really becoming a hornet's nest of um, of unpleasantness, really, that doesn't need to come out into the public light in the way that it has. And it's affected a lot of people, most unfortunately, some really lovely people that I know. And um, And I really just felt quite obligated in a way to use the podcast just to have a talk about adversity and how it can impact on you and what the effects of that can be and also how you can overcome it because adversity is only there temporarily and it moves beyond you move beyond it and you move past it and you overcome it and I just really wanted to talk about that It's a really horrible thing when something negative happens and it can overwhelm you and it can overtake your life and it can make it feel like there's no no steps forward and that you're stuck and treading mud and it's a really, really unpleasant thing. So let's just have a look at what it all means and how you can perhaps work through it. So the dictionary definition of adversity is a very difficult or unfavourable situation and it can be hardship, cause trouble, cause distress and cause suffering. And it's something that I think most of us probably have experienced in our lives. I know um, on a personal level I've dealt with adversity and on a business level I've dealt with adversity and in my own career at different points um, before this industry and in this industry I have experienced moments of adversity and they are really tough and I sometimes don't cope well with adversity and other times I really fight back hard and it and I think it depends on what that adversity is and where that has come from and the source of it sometimes it can be you know a global thing you know if you think of um, the pandemic you know that was adversity for all of us and we all went through that together that togetherness that we had going through the pandemic was really like nothing I'd ever experienced before. You know, that sense of community and whether that was in your home life or um, within the the industry, you know, there was a a definite sense of camaraderie and community. But when something hits you on an individual level, it can feel so much more 
overwhelming because you don't necessarily have all your buddies there that are going through the same thing. Those emotions that you feel are normal human behavior. And I know from a lot of the things that I've gone through um, over the, you know, the last probably 15 years or so, where I've had so, so many different things, I could list them as be very boring, but I've had car accidents resulting in um, like multiple hand surgeries and on my dominant right hand, you know, that's one major adversity. I've had business things that have um, happened and haven't worked out and I've had to pull out of at the last minute, which were really you know, well, business threatening, not career threatening, but very business threatening at the time. And it is, and how you deal with those moments is really, really hard. And in the last few years, um, again, you know, I've had, I've had challenges with different things and like with um, the pandemic causing such ripples through our world, I just launched um, Nabuno as we went into the pandemic and we were in our beta test phase myself and my business partner invested thousands of pounds in this project and as it was launching the pandemic happened and we had to put it on the back burner and it sat there due to my distraction and lack of focus um, because I was pulled in other directions and those other directions meant that I wasn't able to to work on something that was so important to me and that I was so passionate about and as some of you know, last year, I made the decision to walk away from those distractions. And, and again, it's like, you know, there's adversity in all of those decisions that I've made. With those decisions come concerns and fears and doubts. And, and it is, there's just so much wrapped up in all those things that we do. And we bring our own adversity. We have adversity delivered to our door by other people and by other events. And I was reminded last week, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to kind of come on to the podcast and do this episode, was because no matter what I have gone through over the years, and there has been many industry events and times that have been really, really difficult, and that I've thought, that's it, it's all done, and I'm, I need to walk away, or I need to, you know, go and have a whole new career doing something completely different, whatever. And there is always... Um, space in those times that you need to reflect and you need to consider how you are going to move forward and taking some time out to recover when you've had what could be a shock, a trauma. Um, it could be that you've just had a, a wake up call. It could be that you've realized you're walking the wrong pathway and something massive happens to make you realize that. But all those things create that adversity and they do eventually make you a stronger person as you work through it and you come out of the other side. And I'm going to be um, honest with everybody here, you know, with the Nabuno thing, you know, this has been a work in progress for five years for me. It came from an idea that I had two days after my last hand surgery um, following this car accident that happened back in 2016. And a couple of days after I was sat with my hand all bandaged and up in a sling and feeling quite sorry for myself, really you know, facing what at the time felt like one of the biggest adversities I'd ever faced. It was like, you know, it was like that moment of, is the, is this it? You know, it's my right hand. Am I ever going to work again? It was the second surgery to, to redo the first surgery because it hadn't worked. And it was really a difficult, difficult time. And at the same time, ironically, I was writing um, columns for Scratch at that point. This was in the uh, March 
And in the November, I'd given my list of um, ideas for columns to Helena Biggs, the editor for Scratch. She just sent back a list of, oh, can you can you just do, do these ones and put them like in the in the orders that she wanted them. And uh, and I never really paid any attention to it. But that um, week, I had to write my column, which was fun because I had my hand in bandages and it was it was challenging. The week that I had to write my column after this life-changing, what at the time felt like a life-changing surgery. Um, and obviously it wasn't a life-changing surgery because I'm still here and I was still working and things. Eventually it took a while, but I did get there. But the one I had to do that time, completely out of my control because this was picked for me, was a column about what happens when your career's over. And I just remember sitting, I was in tears writing this column. Even now it still makes me a bit emotional. But it was, ju- it was just you know, to have all of that on my doorstep at that time was so tough and and yet I still somehow or other managed to come back from it sorry I can feel my emotions going Ooh. but it it was so tough and to sit and write this whole column and you can probably find it in scratch archives and I think it was called what something about what happens when um when the fat lady sings or something like that I can't remember what it was about but it was there was a reference to that but it was it would have been probably published in April or May of 2018 but I had to sit and write that it killed me absolutely killed me writing it because I really felt like I was on the cusp of the end of my career because or my practical career because that was it it was going to be over but through that and through a conversation with um a an acquaintance and who's someone who's become a much bigger friend in the industry um, since then through a conversation with her and a conversation with a big brand that has um, a lot of impact in our industry I had this light bulb moment of you know what if we could have a platform for the industry where people could actually who, who didn't know any better would be able to find training courses from good providers that actually off it for purpose and that are kind of you're not necessarily quality checked in that way not like accreditation but just to say do you know what these people have given us their certificates they're agreeing to abide by a code of practice that says they're going to do the right thing by their students and they're going to practice um good educational standards and they're going to make sure that they provide good customer service and they're going to give you something that you can go into career and get employed and have usable practical and fit for purpose qualifications and training programs and um and at the time all I could th- I just kept thinking and the company that I'd been talking to was Treatwell because I'd had a problem with them but it wasn't it was like the thing that pinged into my head was like if we could have Treatwell for training and that was it but you know it, g- it gave me a focus and it stopped me ruminating and overthinking on the end of my career because that's what that's where I felt I was at and it was like this massive door opened and you'll find in, and I'm sure I'm probably teaching many people that may be listening to suck eggs, which is never ever my intention. I'm just trying to sort of share my experience and, and what's happened to me. But during that time, I was able to then focus and start planning and, and having something else to consider and something else to think about that basically was my opportunity to stop being a practical therapist and to take the edge off you know well if this if this is the end of my career well at least now I've got this and that's kind of where Nabuno sprang from if you haven't worked out what Nabuno is yet um, and you haven't seen it or you haven't heard about it um, really really do go and, and check it out because it is in our minds anyway myself and Di who I've been working with on this for five years in our minds this is going to be a game changer for education in the industry and 
it is something we've worked so hard on and after it got put on the back burner during pandemic we after we'd, we had spent a lot of money on it and a lot of time we were two years in it by that point and um and we were determined it was going to work but covid had other plans for it and so like everybody else you know everyone who had plans at that time everything got shelved and it didn't matter if it was trips abroad if it was you know visiting family or having a wedding whether they were going to be about to move into a new business premises whether they were going to be taking on new members of staff whatever it was everything got shelved and so we weren't we although we felt the adversity we knew it wasn't our, it wasn't us it wasn't our fault nobody had hap- nobody had made that happen to us and so we were quite able to just say okay do you know what let's just let's just put it aside for now we were in beta test and we knew it needed work we knew we had things we wanted to adjust on it and so it got put to the side and then following everything that happened in the last um, couple of years last you well, the probably about a year or so ago maybe a little bit more Di and I sat down and we're like okay like we need to bring this back you know we've both invested too much we both know that this is going to be a major thing and um and so Nabuno came back and we are now in our first phase launch with our education providers sign up and we are just getting all of those on board and starting to get courses added as they can get their time to do that and then during like the summer we will be turning it to be learner facing and it's there as a as a guide and as a marketing opportunity for education providers but also now it has a learning management system so if you buy a course with your provider and they're using our learning management system everything will be in one place on Nabuno and that will enable the providers to be able to have like a seamless transition from course purchase all the way through to um, your certificate being handed over to you and it will be a one-stop shop for education sorry little advert there for Nabuno it's a big project and it's going to take a while to get out there and to um, develop but we know that it can make a massive massive difference to the industry and are really excited by that fact and that's the whole thing with adversity is that it gives you the opportunity to take a step back and breathe and just realize who you are where you're at what you are doing how this has happened and how you're going to move forward and that's the most important thing is how you're going to move forward from this when I then made the decision I was going to do the podcast episode on adversity I, I did a little bit of research and digging and I have had personally I've gone through um counseling a couple of times because of my post-traumatic stress stuff from my car accident and I also have had postnatal depression and I have had a lot of horrible rubbish that's happened in my life at different points and um and last year when I was it last year might have been the year before last I can't remember when it was now no last year um I spent some time working with Philippa Holding who has been on and I've been on the podcast and talked about empowering women and I did a, a, quite a few sessions with Philippa um, on her timeline therapy and stuff just sort of like ironing out some of the crinkles and and it was a really powerful experience for me and through all of those different things I've gone through all the kind of um, talking therapy kind of things that I've done it just I, I've done a lot of work on adversity and overcoming obstacles and stuff because that's what um, CBT and timeline therapy and all those things are about it's all about overcoming those things that hold you back and so I kind of know a lot of 
what goes into um, overcoming adversity anyway through some of the work I've done myself. But as a reminder, I just sort of did a little bit of research into um, the types of adversity that you face. And I have to say, I think I probably think I tick every box. So self-doubt is one. Physical injuries or illnesses, rejection, poverty, losing a loved one and struggling to succeed in your selected career. And I really do feel that I probably had all of those um, at any point, some some of them all at the same time. And and it's a really challenging thing. And I look at that list and just think, goodness me, like how, how, how am I still here? But I'm still here because somehow or another, I managed to find the key to open the door to get me through it. And self-doubt, you know, at the moment, I've got massive self-doubt, you know, I'm just launching this huge product that we've spent years working on. And it is, and like that, you know, I've got imposter syndrome going on. I've got self-doubt just massively going on. I've got confidence issues going on because you just like, you know, you're putting your head on the line and it's a really challenging thing to do. And, I, you know, and everyone that knows me personally knows that, you know, I can be really super confident, but actually quite often you can find me sort of like sitting in the corner, gently rocking, thinking like, what am I doing to myself? But I know that that's what I'm what I'm doing is a powerful thing and I and I want that out there so somehow or another I have to overcome all those bits of self-doubt and the imposter syndrome and all of those things and even though you know I have had a, a really great career and I know a lot of people and all of that kind of stuff it still doesn't make it any easier when you've put your hand up and start doing something different because it starts all over again and I've also had like poverty I mean there's been points in um, my history where we've had bailiffs on, knocking on our doorstep um, where you know we've had beans on toast every night for dinner or like the kids have eaten rather than we've eaten and it you know there's awful times that I've experienced and that I've survived and it makes me a stronger person it gives me life experience that other people don't have it gives me resilience that other people may not be able to tap into and sometimes it's really hard to find that resilience I'm not going to lie it is difficult and there's times when I've it's taken me months to find that resilience but eventually it comes back and so all of those different things and it can be anything off that list but all of those things are vitally important and and quite often as I say it doesn't only just happen to be one of those things sometimes it can be two three four five of them and maybe sometimes if you're really being unfortunate and the whole world is against you because when you start having adversity you can start feeling like the whole world is against you and everything's going to go wrong in terms of coaching that's a limiting belief and it's a mindset um, thing that needs to be changed and you need to find the positives and do the gratitude and all of those things and it is really important to do those and just remember that you know there is always light at the end of the tunnel and it may not feel like it at that particular point it may feel that you're in complete darkness and isolated and on your own but there will always be somebody there if you reach out always and don't ever feel that you're alone in that time of difficulty because there's always you know your best friend at the end of the phone or your mum or your sister whoever your your kids there's always somebody around that will be able to come and help and support you but you have to ask and if you don't ask they don't know and if they don't know they can't help you and I think this is something that we all need to kind of believe in ourselves enough that we do ask for that help and we more importantly accept that help when it's offered so when adversity does strike what can you do you know there's much that's in your control if it's something that is affecting you in a big way especially if it's something that's come externally 
there isn't very much you can do generally and so you just need to like lower those expectations I learned this um, after I had my, my bout of postnatal depression and when I was pregnant with my second child I had a really big conversation with a health visitor I was so concerned it was going to happen again and she was like just stop having expectations back then I was a, um, a executive um, level PA in the health service and had a fairly high powered job um, and and I wrote lists. I was a list writer and I was a, a checklist person and I did everything by the book and had everything planned out. And during my first um, pregnancy, and even I've still, I've still got my file of facts. I was one, one of the file of facts brigade and I've still got my file of facts with all the things I was going to do on my maternity leave. And I've got all those lists in there and it's still there 28 years later. And I've still got the file of facts. And every now and again, when I'm, if I'm moving through stuff and I find it and I sit and I, and I reflect on it because it was a period in my life where I kind of set myself up to fail massively. During that second pregnancy, we decided I needed to stop doing that to myself because <laughs> it was just ridiculous. And I, and I did, and I stopped expecting what I was going to do and having like laid out, you know, hour by hour plans. And I stopped expecting what my husband was going to do. And I stopped expecting what the baby was going to do and what my toddler was going to do. And do you know what? And I got through that pregnancy and those first couple of years with my son with no postnatal depression because I stopped expecting of myself and I stopped putting all that pressure on myself. And you just need to remember when you are going through those difficult times is just to give yourself a break. Um, and probably a lot of this is, I'm saying today, I actually still need to hear from myself. I had a great um, tutor when I was at college, Karen, um, who did this whole thing about whatever comes out of your mouth is what your, what, basically what your soul needs to hear. And, um, and so today is probably a cathartic exercise, really. But whatever, if it, if it helps somebody that's listening, I really, I really hope that's that that's what I wanted to kind of put this out there is that I probably do need to hear it. Um, but also, if I need to hear it, that means other people need to hear it, too. So with adversity, you can have feelings of overwhelm, tearfulness, um, just that isolation and feeling depressed and down, blue, whatever word you want to use for that. And just feeling unable to focus, having problems with procrastination, having problems with um, just being able to motivate yourself. There's so many things that come at times of adversity and it is just and it's just difficult. And all of those things really are there to tell you to like stop and breathe and just listen to your mind and your body and let it go because all the time you sit and I'm a great one and I one of the things that happened through my CBT um, therapy was that I learned how to kind of change the record of rumination because I room and I still do it now I ruminate a lot and I just sit overthinking and it's a horrible horrible thing to have happen to you and it's not it's not pleasant to experience and and the fact that you kind of do it to yourself is just is is just ridiculous really when you're when you're not doing it and you look at yourself and think like, now, why did I just spend the last two hours thinking about that? Because that's just really just silly. But we do it. And, and if you're in that, if you're in a state of overwhelm, your chances are you're going to be ruminating. And ruminating is that overthinking process where you just think and you catastrophize and you work out every possible scenario that could ever possibly happen from that one sentence that somebody said. And it's, it's not, a, it's not a healthy mindset. It really isn't. And so 
you need to learn ways of um, stopping the overthinking and the ruminating. And that can be focusing on a point outside on the sky, looking at the clouds float by. It can be listening to the bird song and touching base with your senses. You know, what can you taste? What can you feel? What can you touch? What can you see? What can you hear? And just taking that mindset away from the thought process can really, really help with those ruminating um, thoughts. None of us ever really know how we're perceived and how we're seen um, by other people. And by me sharing some of the things that I've gone through, hopefully it allows other people to speak up and say that, yes, I've, I feel that too, or that, oh, you know, what's wrong with her? You know, why is she saying all that stuff? You know, whatever, I don't, at the end of the day, if you're listening to this and it resonates with you, I really hope that it gives you the power to move forward with something that may be affecting you. And if you are listening to this and you're finding that it doesn't resonate with you, maybe go to another episode. You know, this not every episode is going to be for everybody. And I appreciate this isn't really a business um, kind of conversation, but or a career conversation, but it's about something that can really impact on us. And adversity is something that can literally halt your career, halt your business, halt your personal life. It can do terrible things to you. And I really, really just wanted to go through, and as I say, by no means am I a counsellor or a trained mental health professional, but I can share my experience. And if it gives somebody else that moment of, wow, um, I can go and do something about my adversity um, situation too, that's all I can hope for when I'm doing an episode like this. So really, what can you do to overcome adversity? And there's there's lots and lots of different things and that you can do. And I, I'm sure like I'm going to go through a little list of things um, that I've probably taken part in and also that you can find more details. Of course, if you do that lovely Google thing, you will find lots and lots of information. Um, and also, I really, really would recommend contacting um, Philippa, holding or even I've got another friend who does a lot of work with women Sarah Shaw and they're both you'll find both of them um on Facebook and on Instagram and probably on LinkedIn too I know Philip is on LinkedIn but both of those women and it's it's funny actually because it's like we all have different growth areas that we go through and both of those women have come from places within the industry and Philippa was um, an now tech and a, a beauty professional and a session tech. And Sarah was, I met her when I was um, teaching with Luella Bell and she was the sales uh, manager for the UK. And both those women have gone on to work in mindset and hypnotherapy and all of that kind of area. And they, they both focus on helping people overcome their difficulties and to help them move on and grow as women. And I can't recommend either of them enough. They're both really, really great at what they do. There's also, of course, another huge amount of other people out there that can help you through different things. And there's also lots of self-help books that you can do. But here's a little list of, of some of the things that you can just start off doing if you are finding life challenging. The first one really probably is a little bit of tough love and it's about stop making excuses. Um, you know, it's really easy when you're in a difficult place and a very negative place to just make excuses of, I'll, I'll do that another day. Um, but unless you actually start making the steps forward, then you aren't going to move on. And so just making excuses over what's happened or how it happened, 
you know, just you have to accept it's happened and you need to start moving forward. You, that's the only way that you're going to be able to um, move beyond it. Making excuses will not help. And we just need to kind of acknowledge that we're disappointed with the situation, whether it's a failure or a personal attack, whatever it is that's causing you to have these negative feelings of adversity. You know, you just need to recognize that you can beat it, but you mustn't get into that whole blame game of like, well, because this happened, they did, they did this or this person did that or this organization did whatever to me. Um, and the only reason this happened was because of, you know, we all of that is um, part of the rumination and you just need to kind of, and it's really hard to let it go um, and move on. But that's really one of the key th factors that you do need to just start with is just to kind of stop where you're at and stop focusing on all of that side of things and who's to blame and whose fault is it and if it's your fault their fault it doesn't really matter the situation is that it's happened and now it's time to dig in and carry on moving forward you could always journal and write a lot of people I know spend a lot of time journaling and they journal every day and it's something I have I have tried journaling and I'm not I'm not great at it I don't I don't actually enjoy sitting handwriting it's I think since especially since my surgeries my handwriting is horrible and a mess um quite often so I don't I don't really like writing that much um so that triggers another whole load of stuff for me so journaling is something that I'm not great at but I know so many people that just love journaling and they find lots and lots of stuff comes up for them and that they can work on those things and move on and empower themselves and whatever and I have to say I mean, when I have journaled it does it kind of if you get if you really get into it you get this flow going and it and it does help to just kind of take some of those stresses and um and blocks away because as you're writing the subconscious mind kind of takes over a little bit and you can find some amazing answers when you journal and then um thirdly changing your state of mind um your thoughts do define you and if you continue to think negatively and you continue to overthink and catastrophize and all of those things that can happen then that is you just you keep manifesting that that zone and so you need to start looking up and seeing that the sky is a beautiful shade of blue or that there's beautiful leaves on the trees i'm looking out of my window at the moment and that you know i've got a beautiful tree in my front garden that's called a smoke it's called a smoke bush and it's all in, in bloom and it's beautiful. So just try, you know, find those positives. And that's when it's really important to, you know, start looking at doing um, things like gratitude journals. So also stay in discipline. Like number four is like to stay disciplined. And it's really hard when you're in a negative place to create um, regular things that you want to do. And I know for me earlier in this year that I'd had a, a really challenging year with lots and lots of different things going on, um, changes in my work life, changes in my home life. We relocated um, from Kent to Norfolk. And so by the winter, I was in a really, really not great place. Um, and I was I was struggling. I struggled for months and months and months. And I think I'm finally now just about getting my life back on track. And but through those months in the end in the in january i'd been here living up here for months and i hadn't been out i live on the edge of thetford forest and i hadn't been to the forest in all the months i'd lived here 
So in January, I decided to start walking and um, and I started going to the woods with the dogs and going to the forest. And now that's now part of my daily life. And I, I walk five, at least five days a week. Some weeks I do seven days a week. It depends if we've got plans at the weekend. But I Monday to Friday, I walk every day. And I started off walking probably half a mile to three quarters of a mile. And now I walk a mile and a half to two miles every day. And as a consequence, and a slight life changing things going on, like so I'm going to share this with you because this is like really important. I have lost 26 pounds and um, that's 52 slabs of butter I've lost. And I've been doing Noom as well. So I've had a whole, I've, it, but it's really shifted everything. And it's, it's, there's so many different changes that's going on in my life currently that are positives. And it's really, really um, much mentally, mental, mental, I can't say the words, mentally healthier. No, you know what I mean? My brain is working better. And um, and it does. And I'm out every day doing that walk through the forest and just observing how how that changes every day. But that now is part of my discipline. At some point in the afternoon, every day I down tools and off I trot into the forest with the dogs um, and they enjoy it a lot as well. So one of the other things you can do is use your sense of humour. Laughter really is the best medicine, literally. So, you know, watch a comedy programme. If, you, if you've got nobody to sit and laugh with, Go and put on like Only Fools and Horses or something and go and watch that classic like Chandelier Drop episode because you know it's going to make you laugh. Um, you know, go and watch some comedy on YouTube. Do something that's going to make you laugh. Um, you could have faith as well. And, and for people of faith, you know, at difficult times, um, prayer is a really important thing for them. And, you know, and if that's part of your life, then, you know, then revisit that and make sure that you are utilizing you know if you if you have faith you'll have um a church or a mosque or temple that you go to and all of those support networks that are there will be amazing when you are going through a difficult time that's what they're there for and i'm not a i'm not a religious person at all i'm quite sort of um, agnostic really but i really recognize and believe in the power of that community and of the faith that you have and it's a, a powerful powerful thing so the next one is when you do have a success, let that overwhelm you. Let that success overwhelm you. Let it energize you. Let it bring all of those positive um, hormones into your brain. Like, you know, get those endorphins going and and just and recognize that that's like a reward. You know, a bit of dopamine and stuff, you know, that excitement and that reward thing for doing the right thing and thinking the right thing and behaving in the right way to take you forward positively. Then... Don't take no for an answer. Um, be determined in what you're doing. And if someone's turning you down, it doesn't mean that everybody will. You know, you just have to keep moving forward. You have to keep going and have that self-belief. That's the most important thing. And surround yourself with people who have a positive mindset. And I have to say, for me, I do that. I, I've got people around me that are inspiring me, that are collaborating with me, that push me on. And we enjoy each other's um, conversation each other's company and each other's experience and knowledge and we all help each other out and I've got this amazing network of women around me that really have my back and when you've been in a situation where someone hasn't had your back when you find when you find it is it's that whole thing about like finding your tribe and I don't really like using that word so much but it's like so colloquial now and it is so important and having those people around you that understand the place you're at and where you're going and can help you on that journey is so vitally important. 
and really and then the last one is spending time in nature and this probably goes back a little bit to where I was saying about my like the forming habit healthy habits and stuff and what I do when I go out with the dogs every day and this whole thing of being in nature and I have actually been known whilst walking through the forest to go hug a tree the dogs think I'm a bit mental but that connection to nature and if you actually do go and hug a tree um, I had a really good friend um, down in Kent and she was always going on about go hug a tree go hug a tree and and so every now and again I still like with her on my little shoulder I go and I literally go and hug a tree I, can, I feel personally that I can feel that tree and it can feel me it is it's kind of like it does it's kind of centering and grounding but that whole thing of like being in nature really can be helpful whether that's going to the seaside and sitting on the beach and listening to the water coming in and going out whether it's being in like in a forest environment whether it's being up a mountain being you know wild swimming there's so many different ways that you can embrace nature hopefully some of those um 10 things will be useful to you and that if you are going for any adversity and you need to build your resilience that some of those things may help and as I say I'm by no means a specialist in this area and I'm not a counsellor but I just know that like there's so many of those things on that list that I have used and I have and I have worked through and adversity is there to kind of it helps us build our resilience it helps us grow as people because you have a something that you've overcome and something that you've beaten. Richard Branson is quoted um, famously so many times about talking about failure and he's had so many business failures and so many different things happen to him over his career. And yeah, he's like one of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, billionaire, you know, the guy, the guy's a living legend, let's face it. But he has this quote about, um, do not be embarrassed by your failures, learn from them and start again. It, and that is like the resilience lesson in that is so important. And, you know, as somebody who's been in um, this industry and in business for many, many years myself, you know, I've had so many failures. I'm going to actually ought to do a whole episode just on things I failed at because it's just there's so many things that I've failed at and that I've walked away from or that I've changed. And, you know, that you sort of you think are really great pathways and then they turn out not to be for you. But you have to realise like, yeah, but you know, I learnt that then and now I'm going to know that I don't do that anymore. And we just have to recognise that we can't be everything we want to be and we can't do everything we want to do. And when that adversity thing happens and it fails, you know, that whole rumination thing is not the way to go. Reflecting is good and is part, is, is sort of kind of links into ruminating, but reflecting is a more momentary thing and rumination is something that can be overwhelming and just makes you continually reflect 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 and that isn't healthy having reflection recognition of where things could be changed and you can move on is a healthy way of working and that's where we really need to be trying to focus is reflecting and how we can learn and how we can grow i'm going to finish this episode by sharing something and i know she won't mind because she knows the impact she had on me. I told her last week when she said it to me. It comes from a place of having to pull my big girl pants up and do something that I that really took me out of my comfort zone in such a huge way. And um, and at the end of it, it was like, oh God, like what was all that fuss about, you know? Which is so often the way, isn't it? You know, we build these things up. We let them become bigger than they actually are. And we have to remember that we are all human and we all have fears. We all have 
exciting things that happen we all have terrible things that happen but sometimes we do just let all that stuff get a little bit out of control in our heads and this was one of those moments and Philippa just reminded me of why I didn't need to feel like that so what she was saying to me was really that we have to remember that sometimes based on our actions for that one moment we forget to look at our consistent value and the contribution that we may have given over many many years and that one little moment of adversity can distract and take away the real value that people see that we're able to offer that we have offered and that we do offer and we slip into a place where you start overthinking and think oh you know because I did this that the other that now this is going to cause me problems and generally it's not the case people don't see things that way and we need to remember that is that all of that I did this I did that this is now what's going to happen that's in our heads is what Philippa was trying to say to me and it's been said and saying to me for a very long time but just put it so beautifully for me last week and we need to remember that isn't the case we need to remember that although there may not be an outpouring of support and of the right words being said, it may not be due to the fact that they don't support you and they don't feel your challenge and they don't feel your difficulty. It may just be for many other reasons that they don't vocalise that. And so you have to remember that you aren't alone and there may be much support within that silence. And remember that that moment is a minor blip that you're entitled to have. You're a human. And with that comes challenges and comes blips and comes moments of doubt and moments of joy. And we need to remember that whenever we face adversity in the history of our lives, in the history of our careers, in the history of our businesses, it is a moment that will pass. And it is a moment where people will see a stronger you come back with resilience and empowered to move forward and move on. There is nothing to stop you from growing your business, your career and you personally. All you need to do is keep moving forward. And I, re- I just really hope that through anything that I've said or like Philippa's words that I've shared because they're not my words, but that whole thing, it just resonated with me so much and she's like my proper little cheerleader and and I love her to pieces and those words last week just kind of you know she's and she's been saying this kind of thing to me for for months years but last week I think because I'd kind of taken the step that I took last week it just really really resonated and I just and then having spoken to her and then having seen all this stuff that was going on in the industry I just felt I needed to share her words and share something about the things that I've experienced and obviously I've not gone into massive details I don't think it's um, relevant to anything but just knowing that other people have faced adversity and come through it and have faced difficulty and overcome it maybe it might help somebody and that was all this week's episode was about so I wish you all a very good week and um, I hope that you remain inspired and I hope that that you are all enjoying the beautiful summer sunshine that we've been having with a few of the clouds in between and 
And if you've been watching it over the weekend, because this is going to be, as I'm recording this, my daughter is just on her way down from Scotland to go to Glastonbury. And um, and I know that I will be embarking on a bit of a Glastonbury weekend in between everything else, um, watching and enjoying some of the music. And I really hope that if you've been watching Glastonbury, you've enjoyed it and that you will feel a little bit happy and chilled and a bit festivaled. But that was all from me this week. So I will speak to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.